0: All right, so I have a little prop here. It's a gift, right? Did he really like my gift? Did I do a nice job wrapping it? Yeah. Well, it's a present, right? It's a gift. If I say the word Christmas, if we were talking in conversation, I said, "Oh yeah, Christmas." You, what, what's a word that comes to mind when when I say Christmas? You probably would say. I don't know, maybe some of you would say that. You might say something else, like candy or overeating or something. I don't know. There's all kinds of things you could say, but present would be probably one of those first things that would come to mind. It would be on that top ten list of things that should come to mind. And uh, But a present is not uniquely Christmas, right? I mean, most people get gifts you get presents on your birthday or I could just walk up to you any other time of the year and just be like here you go Here's a present right Charlotte you want a present and you'd be like what for I say because I'm a nice guy I don't know I could come up with all kinds of reasons to give gifts so a gift is not uniquely Christmas so what makes a gift a Christmas gift something unique about that, right? It's a Christmas gift, and you could say, oh, well, you know, you put this shiny red sort of glittery paper with the green bow, and it's got sort of a red and green theme, maybe, or a winter theme to it, or maybe you bought it on Black Friday. You're giving it a certain time of year. But that's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about a Christmas gift, there's something about giving gifts at Christmas that's unique. And what's really unique about it is the anticipation that comes with it, right? If I just walked up to you any time of year and I said, here's a gift, and you said, great, and you just sort of open it up and you'd be like, oh, that's cool. But with Christmas, if I said, here's a Christmas gift, you would most likely say, okay, I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it under the tree or I'm going to store it somewhere. I'm going to save it until... Christmas Day, or I don't know, maybe in your family you open gifts on Christmas Eve, or I don't know, maybe you open them on Christmas Eve, Eve, I don't know, whenever it is, but you're saving it for a particular time. You are waiting to fully experience that gift until the right time, until the time comes. And so you have anticipation. And anticipation is really an emotion, and it's emotion that comes from waiting. Right, We can't really get anticipation from something else. We can only get anticipation from waiting. And I think... Does anybody else love anticipation? I do. It's a good emotion, right? It's one really little positive thing. It's something that's positive comes in our hearts. We go, yes, this is really cool. And we get it not just for Christmas, right? You take a vacation. You're like, oh, I'm in anticipation of vacation and going and sitting on the beach or the mountains or wherever you're going. Or... Uh, we like it even with sports, right? We go, oh, I'm really excited about watching that game. Maybe we're not excited about watching the football game that's tomorrow, but a lot of times we go, yeah, I'm really excited. And I get excited to watch it, and that's why we wait to the end to see what happens because we have this anticipation. It's this emotion that's positive. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because our culture, in some ways, is trying to, trying to suppress anticipation because everything is just now, 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 right? Right? Think about our food. I'm so struck. I don't know if you guys have happened to see this, but fast food is clearly not fast enough. Now you can have it delivered by a DoorDash and these other things, right? You go, well, where's the anticipation in that? It's almost like you click a button and you have your food. Or, you know, we have the internet and everyone just wants the information. And if we can't get to the information right at that moment, we're like, ah, our culture has just set everything up so we can have everything instantly. And yet I think God has designed us to experience Anticipation. The anticipation comes from waiting. And the Bible has some things to say about waiting. And I thought I'd walk us through a few verses. Hey, you know, I did a little word search on waiting in the Bible. And there's lots and lots and lots and lots of verses. And I could talk for another 30 minutes about every single one. But we're going to go through just a couple of them tonight. Of what the Bible says about waiting. This works. We got it. The first one there is going to be Psalm 27. Verse 14, it says, Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Let your heart take courage. We are told here to wait. There is something to do where we wait for God to show up, and it takes courage to wait. Another verse is Isaiah 40, verse 31. It says, They who wait... For the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Most of us are probably familiar with that verse. But think about it. How do you get the strength? How do you get to mount up on wings like eagles? You wait. You have to experience that anticipation. God is going to do this. It's going to come to us. In Galatians chapter 5, it says, For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait eagerly wait it's anticipation we are waiting for what? the hope of righteousness it says in Romans chapter 12 we went through a long series on Romans this year it says rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation be constant in prayer we are waiting there's supposed to be a rejoicing a patience a constancy in that isn't there? And then in Psalm 130, verses 5 and 6, the psalmist says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope my soul waits for the Lord more than the watchman for the morning. Three times he says, wait, we wait. And there's this goodness, this good news that is coming from it. And we can see from these verses very clearly that waiting is part of God's plan. God has designed us to experience anticipation. That comes from waiting. That's God's design for us. Why? Okay, God has designed it. Okay, so we have that. Why has God designed us to experience anticipation? Well, there's a couple of verses here I'll share that I think points to why. The first one is this, Romans 5, 12. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin. You know, you're saying that's kind of a downer of a verse. <laughs> Yeah, it is, but it's the truth. And the truth is that the universe is broken. The universe is broken, and it's broken because of sin. It's broken because of our wrong choices. We're separated from God. Everything that's messed up in the world is because of sin. Why is there suffering? Because of sin. Your sin, and my sin, and everyone's sin. And it's broken. We go, what in the world are we doing in a broken world? Is it ever going to get fixed? Well, there's good news at the end in Revelation 21. It tells us the Apostle John, he's having this vision. He sees what's going to happen at the end. I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The former things have passed away. God has promised, God shows it to John, and we see it. He's going to fix the universe, all those things that are broken, everything that's messed up, all of the sin, all the bad things, he's going to fix it. It's going to be done. And we're waiting for that. But right now we live in between these two things. We live in between the time when it broke and the time when it's going to be fixed. And we're caught in that and we're waiting. We live in a state of waiting and God has given us hope in the midst of that waiting. He has promised us he's going to restore things. and So we can have Anticipation. Do you have anticipation as you think about that? God is going to come back. He's going to fix everything, all of the bad stuff and all the junk that's happening in my life and your life and everyone's life and all the struggles and all the sin. It's all going to be wiped away. Are you excited about that? Do you have anticipation for that? I think you do. I do. And so I think that takes us back to Christmas and the gifts. God has given us a gift. He said, I'm going to fix it. And the time is going to come. There'll be the right time when we can open that gift. And so we get to wait, and God is going to do it. God has done things for us, He is doing things for us, and He is going to restore things. So we're going to look at those three things briefly here. First, what God has done God has offered us the free gift of salvation. We're not living in a time where we wonder what that is. What is the gift? We know what it is. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son Jesus into the world and we celebrate that at Christmas. That's how you get eternal life. That's how you're saved, by believing. It's not by good works we do. We go to Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It's what? The gift. It's the gift of God. It's the gift of God, not a result of works, not a result of anything good that any one of us can do. It's a free gift. See, the problem, like we said, the problem is the universe is broken and my life is broken and your life is broken because of sin. And sin is where we've done the wrong things. And every single one of us knows what sin is and every single one of us could probably sit here and recount not only the sins we did today but the ones we did yesterday and the day before and through our life and all those things. And we go, wow, that separates us from God because God is perfect and God is holy. And God is just. And so we can't have fellowship with Him Unless we believe. And that's the solution. The solution is Jesus Christ sent to earth. He comes to earth through Bethlehem. And that's what we celebrate on Christmas. He comes to earth, but that's not the most important thing he did. The most important thing he did was he went to die on the cross. And in doing that, he satisfied the penalty. He paid it. He did what we couldn't do, which was live the perfect life. And he died and took that penalty and he came back to life. And now that is the free gift. The free gift for us is Jesus. So there's two things you have to do. If you haven't received this free gift, the first thing to do is believe. What does believe mean? Believe means put your faith in it. Put your trust in it. Trust in Jesus Christ. Say, that's the only way I'm going to get right with God. That's the only way I'm going to get to spend eternity with him. And then receive it. See, God could walk up and say, here, here's the free gift of salvation. You can go, that's a nice gift. You have to receive it. Just like if I gave you this gift, you'd have to receive it for it to become yours. So God hands you this gift. gift. And so I ask you tonight, have you received it? Have you received it? So God has done that. He's offered us the free gift of salvation. Now God is at work transforming our lives. He gives us this gift and he says, all right, here's Christ Here's Jesus. Here's your salvation to be right with me. But I'm not going to restore everything yet. That time is going to come. That day is going to come. That Christmas morning is going to come. I don't know if it'll be Christmas morning, but it'll be some morning, and He'll come back and He'll renew it. But in the meantime, what do we do? We have anticipation, we wait, but God doesn't leave us alone. He's at work transforming our lives. While we wait in anticipation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, the, the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Philippians 1.6 I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. See, the day is going to come for each one of us where we won't have that opportunity to be re- Renewed. To be transformed, to be sanctified in faith. That day will come, every single one of us are either going to die, or God is going to come back and do that and say, hey, it's that Christmas morning, I'm going to renew the world. One of those things is going to happen to every single one of us. And we won't have the opportunity to live in faith anymore. And so God is promising to help. He promises to help us. He promises to work with you, to sanctify you. Sanctify just means to improve to improve you, to improve your life. Why? Because he wants you to experience joy. He wants you to have a better life, a good life, while you wait for that day when the final gift is open. And so while we wait for that, we're in anticipation, and that anticipation can bring about change and transformation in our life. And so that's my question to you. Are you letting it? Are you letting God work transformation out in your life? So we saw what God has done. We see what God is doing. Now we look at what God will do. God will welcome us into heaven for eternity. He's going to do that. John 14, verses 2 and 3. Jesus himself speaking says, In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also so many of us are probably headed, many of you are probably headed places, maybe even tonight, to go stay somewhere. Stay with grandma or grandpa or someone else's house or you're going on a trip or wherever you're going and probably where you're going to go, you're going to show up and someone has prepared a room for you. And someday we're going to die and if we've gone and and we've gotten right with God through Jesus Christ, there's going to be a room prepared for us in heaven. Is that exciting? God has done that for us. He's going to welcome us into heaven for eternity. In Isaiah 25, he says, He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. That is good news. That is good news. Do you long for that day? There'll be no more sorrow. There'll be no more pain. There'll be no more loneliness. There'll be no more brokenness. There'll be no more sadness. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be like a Christmas gift. And this is like too small. It doesn't even compare to what God is going to do. It's going to be amazing. God has given us a gift. And we get the first part of that gift in Jesus Christ if we receive him. Have you received him? And then while we wait for that day, God says, I'll transform you. And so our lives are a season, an opportunity to be transformed. Are you letting God transform you? And then one day we're going to fully get to experience that gift with God when he welcomes us into eternity. So tonight, we're going to do this pageant, and I'm really excited for it. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, anytime you get kids involved, it's it's a total wild card, right? And we can just laugh and, and love it. But as we're doing this, don't be distracted by you know, what my kids do or what your kids do or whatever up here. Watch, we're going to sing. Participate in these songs. Think about the words. Be in meditation. Be in prayer. Listen to the scriptures that are read. And when you do, remember the gift. Remember the gift given to you. The gift of salvation that you just have to receive it. And the gift of eternity with God that we're waiting for and being transformed as we wait. So let look, look forward to that and find joy. I'm going to pray, and while I'm praying the, the group's going to come up here. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Sent to earth to die in my place to pay the penalty for my sins. So that I could be restored to you, not by my works, but by receiving the free gift, by believing, by believing. Lord, help us to walk this out, to be looking at our life as a season of transformation a season of anticipation as we are waiting and excited for the day when you're going to wipe all the sorrows away. And we'll get to be in your presence in that place that you've prepared for us. And God, as we're we're worshiping tonight and as we're going through our, our Christmas celebrations at home and as we're opening presents and spending time together as family, Lord, help us to remember clearly where we are spiritually to look for you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.